Welcome to the Teachers Podcast in association with Classroom Secrets, the podcast that's here to help teachers. Whether it's discussing the latest issues in education or sharing top tips for use in the classroom, if you work in education or want to know more about the sector, then this is the podcast for you. Now, please welcome your host, former teacher, life-work balance advocate and successful business owner, Claire Riley. Hi everyone. Just before we get into the episode, I just wanted to tell you a few things. So one, our online platform, Classroom Secrets Kids. At the moment, it's only £1 per child for the year and it has thousands of activities that are aligned to the curriculum. They can be accessed digitally and they're automatically marked for you. So if you haven't done so yet, then go to kids.classroomsecrets.co.uk to grab your free 14-day trial for the whole class. Number two, we're on Clubhouse a lot. We're hosting three education chats a week on Clubhouse, the new audio social media platform. They're on Mondays, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7.15 and we'd love you to get involved. You'll be able to quiz the panel about all things education and you can add your own value too. So you can come up to the stage and, and, and you can be part of the conversation, which I absolutely love. Each week the rooms are growing and the conversations are really inspiring. So if you haven't heard of Clubhouse, it's still pretty new and it's in the beta stage at the moment with only a million users, but more and more are joining every day. So you're listening to a podcast now, so you will absolutely love it. At the moment, it's invite only. So keep your ear to the ground and see if you can get an invite from a friend. And if you're one of the lucky ones who's already on there, then follow me at Claire Riley and I'll follow you back. And just a note, you actually do need an iPhone for this. In this episode, I interviewed Emma Handysides about creating a positive remote learning experience from a deputy head's perspective in the current lockdown. Emma is the deputy head teacher and year five teacher at St. Joseph's Catholic and Church of England Primary School in Derbyshire. Emma is also the English coordinator, deputy safeguarding lead, educational visits coordinator and is training to be an expert reading lead. Emma believes in the power of positivity, a growth mindset and the importance of relationships with pupils and staff to enhance the development of all stakeholders within a school setting and attributes these factors to helping her along the way with her career successes. Emma joins me to discuss the barriers she and her school have had to overcome with the remote education circumstances and shares tips on their successes. Let's get to the interview. So Emma, thank you so much for joining me on the Teachers Podcast today. Thank you, Claire, so much for having me. Okay, so I'm excited about this uh, episode because we're going to be talking about remote learning. I think you've got a lot to say because there's a lot of lessons that you've learned. Um, So let's dive straight in then. How are you and your school approaching remote learning currently? What does a timetable look like for children? Okay, so obviously at the current time during school closure, um, remote teaching is the biggest driving tool of educating children. we as a school have implemented what we believe to be a really successful package um, and and an excellent remote offer for our children currently. Um, So all classes are currently having at least two live teaching sessions per day. Um, uh, We use Microsoft Teams um, and, you know, we're having face to face, obviously, with uh, key worker vulnerable children, but, you know, remote teaching the rest of of the children at at home. Um, Children are sharing work with us. We are um, marking, giving feedback and generally just really trying our absolute best to mirror uh, the picture that 
you know would be happening if we, if all children were on site wow thank you how how long are your live lessons then so every class delivers a live lesson in the morning that is around 30 to 40 minutes um, now, normally with a brain break in the middle to just ensure concentration levels for children who are at home um, and obviously at school. Um, and then we have a reflection call normally um, in the afternoon time around a half an hour, 30 to 40 minutes. On top of that, different classes are actually delivering different live lessons also. So, for example, year four, uh, the teacher in year four delivers a live science lesson every week on a Wednesday. And we have um, an external music uh, teacher who delivers um, a half an hour slot again uh, to the year four class on a Wednesday. So, you know, we've got quite a lot going on um, in regards to, you know, live teaching. That is a lot. So in your lessons then, when you've got um, a 40 minute lesson do the children complete the work in kind of the live teaching lesson or do they do some work afterwards so the live teaching is more of the input yeah so that so the live teaching is more of the input of um you know of the expectations of children um actually delivering that teach um because obviously as you know you know we have to deliver the curriculum as as is mm. um you know, so so lots of learning is new learning. Um, so, you know, we, we deliver that that session in the 30 to 40 minute call in the morning. Um, work is then sent out on teams and the children are then given the opportunity to either chat or video call the teacher um, after after the live session um, to gain more support if necessary. Oh, wow. That's really good. That's um, what our um, daughter's teacher does as well. She does. A, it's a 15 minute lesson because she's in reception um, and then they do the work yeah. after. And I do appreciate that that teaching is taken care of um, yeah. and that she can ask any questions on on the call. I think that's helpful. Whereas uh, I think last year it was more of a pre-recorded video and, and you can't really ask a question then, can you? That's the thing. It's, it's it's much better live. I mean, in in the first lockdown, obviously we hadn't established this system, um, but things are you know we're much better prepared now, and and you know things are much better for the pupils. And like you said, with it being live, the children can ask questions, they can answer questions, they can reflect and evaluate. It's just you know much much trying to to mirror that mm -hmm. system that would uh, we would see face to face. Okay, so as we were preparing for this episode, you were quite open that as a school, you've had, you know, some barriers to overcome. So can you tell yeah. us more about those barriers? And, you know, what have been the successes that you've seen? So initially, the biggest barrier really was after coming back to school after lockdown one, having a contingency in place, um, so that actually we could ensure that our remote offer for a future lockdown obviously we're anticipating potential future lockdown and you know that did happen um i think our biggest barrier was ensuring that all pupils um, had access to teams from home mm. ready for um you know ready for a, a, another school closure that was certainly the biggest barrier because Obviously, not all parents um, feel confident with technology, um, you know, potentially uh, lack of devices in the home. Um, so actually, myself and the head teacher were given the task of contacting contacting all parents of pupils who didn't have access to Teams or who didn't have um, a device in the home. And, you know, we did our absolute utmost to kind of get that sorted. 
um, I mean, the head teacher was so organised. As soon as we came back back from lockdown one, she, she sent out a survey to mm -hmm. parents to basically, um, you know, ask, you know, who who needs support, who doesn't have the right equipment, who doesn't have the right, um, you know, technology. And obviously, we've we've done our utmost to to you know to support parents and pupils with that. So it's almost like you've uh, forward seen this and you started preparing a long time before. I think maybe, you know, for school, um, schools that might not have thought actually we're going to have another lockdown may not have been as prepared or, or perhaps they had massive um, funding issues um, and, and lots of children without devices and things like that. Um, so foresight is a thing absolutely yeah I mean you know again we were really lucky that that our head teacher was so organized um in actually getting that contingency plan in place um because you know not not all people was are as lucky as being able mm. to to have that contingency plan because obviously when um was it 5th January 6th of January when obviously they they closed schools and we were pretty shocked mm. um and and we did have those feelings straight away of we, we're not ready because yeah. although we'd um had the contingency plan in place it still wasn't finalized mm. um so so you, there was certainly some 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 panicking a little bit of panicking from you know senior leadership team and um you know and and trying to get that plan implemented and roll that out as quickly as possible but but, you know, all staff were on board. We we managed to get that sorted. I mean, that day, uh, the day after that, obviously, uh, Boris Johnson made the announcement, we were all in school just really trying to get hold of parents and roll out devices and get the loan agreements signed. And um, so it was pretty busy. Mm. But actually, the head teacher has, has, has the ethos that it will be no stone unturned, no child will go missed. Um, you know, actually, we are going to live teach, and we are going to uh, remote teach every single child, and and we will overcome all barriers. Um, and there have been lots of barriers to overcome, certainly. Um, but she's very, very determined. And with that, I think that kind of rolls down to the staff um, and obviously the pupils also, mm. which which will show in the attendance figures for for our remote for our remote teaching. Um, you know, extremely high figures for, for attendance, because like I said, barriers, she will overcome them. She has an absolute mm. determination, which goes to all staff and again, pupils. Yeah, it was it was such a shock, wasn't it? And I think, you know, great, great that you and your team had foresight. Um, but it would have been helpful to know on the Sunday night that, that schools were going to be open Monday and that you could use that time to make sure that those Absolutely. devices, you know, because we had to go pick... Um, uh, sort of books up from school and everything and, and in the middle of a work day um yeah. and it would have just been really helpful to, to know beforehand that that's what we're going to have to do so absolutely why are you passionate then about sharing your own experience and your school's experience of remote learning because I believe that um like I mentioned before with the determination of the head teacher obviously um dripping down into staff therefore dripping down into pupils I just feel it's just been such a such a success but actually I wanted to share it because it's not been easy um mm. I think that um you know like like I mentioned getting the contingency plan into place after lockdown one was pretty um pretty time consuming and obviously we did meet quite a few barriers and actually 
in the end, there were many, many occasions where we said to parents, if you, you know, bring this device in, we will look for you when we actually, you know, had to kind of get, get it on the Wi-Fi and get, get the child sorted and give, we even offered parents, you know, lessons in accessing Teams because, you know, wow. there was, yeah, there was going to be no, no stone unturned with, um, with the remote offer on, on this school closure. Um, you know, and, and again, like I said, we, we do feel really, really pr proud of that. Um, we even actually gather for, for collective worship also, um, at, you know, remotely. We do, um, like I said, I've, I've, um, we've kind of booked in some museum sessions where the children are on tours. We've booked in some art workshops where actually it's been um, streamed out to the children. So we're just really, really trying to continue to enhance the curriculum as much as possible mm. um because there there are things out there that are accessible um you know and and I'm go, just going back to you know talking about potential barriers and obviously like I mentioned having that contingency in place after lockdown one I mean obviously we still have you know we still have barriers um so for example um we have a family with with four children who, who are all four mm. children in different year groups who have um you know video calls at different times so again we've kind of managed to loan out devices to that family um just just generally just trying to whatever it is that kind of comes at us just trying to find a solution so that actually all children can be can be engaged because lockdown one was horrible school closures were awful it was so sad to see and mm -hmm. we just didn't want that again for our kiddies you know we just wanted to make sure that actually the provision um can be the best it can be and that is something again you know like we're working continuing even to work at and uh, we recently surveyed parents we've made tweaks um you know we've had a staff meeting and again made further tweaks to to the remote uh, provision that we're offering so again it's you know it's not the finished article but definitely something that um we are proud of um and i like i said our kids the uptake um i, I think we had 99 percent attendance uh, for remote teaching last week you know, which is pretty that's really good you know yeah we were really proud um you know, just trying to remove all those barriers. And actually, if there is a kind of a non-attendance at the remote teaching sessions, then we are we are straight on the phone. Mm -hmm. You know, I did say to the children right from the start, we will be we will be on the phone. We will be uh, knocking at your doors. We will be because actually it's not an option. We need you to be there. We need you to be engaged. We are at the other end of the line all the time for you. So actually, there is kind of no there's no excuse, really. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah. again you know re re really really proud of that really um and the determination i suppose of, of the staff and again the pupils and and you know what we only have the situation that we've got to work in haven't we so we have to make the best yeah. of it something that i'm quite excited about and interested in you know i was um in a clubhouse room the other night um so i've already asked you if you've got an iphone and you're on android so you can't have clubhouse yeah. yet um but we've been having some really good kind of education chats and um Something that was mentioned is that children now, especially if they're using Teams and Zoom, they're using applications used in the workplace, which is, yeah. we use Teams as a company, which is really yeah. interesting. I kind of wish that um, Hattie was on Teams, but she's not. She's on Google Classroom, which I find a lot more clunky than than Teams because um, yeah. you can message, you'll be able to message the teacher and things on Teams. And it's funny because um, way back when, in 2019, when I started my podcast, I actually had um, 
an interview with somebody called Nathan Ashman, and he was actually a secondary teacher, but they were using Teams in their lessons then. And he was saying, oh, it's a really good way for um, children to, the teacher could ask a question and then everyone could answer it rather than, you know, somebody put the hand up or the the, uh, teacher choose somebody. And I thought, yeah, that's interesting. And so I wonder from that, how much we'll still use those things in the lessons then? Definitely. I mean, we always laugh now because obviously there's never going to be a snow day, is there? Um, No, that's what we said as well. And it snowed so (laughs) much here as well. That's it. And actually, in um, as I, as I spoke to you about uh, the contingency plan after lockdown one, actually what we did start to do, um, just going back to what you were saying, um, we did start to roll out teams in lessons so that actually mm. children could get used to it. They could access work on there. They could, like idea. you said, answer questions on there because, I mean, the heads well, you could kind of see it coming couldn't you you know lockdown two school closures obviously you hoped it wouldn't come and you hoped there'd be a you know a kind of, of change of path there but we just anticipated it throughout and I think the key there was that anticipation that this will happen again um and that we want it to look very very different next time so yeah we we rolled out teams in the classrooms um and and just got children used to you know this is how you access lessons you go to your calendar this is how you're going to share your work this is how you can chat with each other um but actually on on that night where Boris made the announcement we were all pretty shocked and and my first thought was I don't think I've, 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 I don't think I've done enough work on showing them how to access Teams, and because we'd done a, a two or three weeks, but it didn't seem as though it was fully embedded. So my panic was, will they be able to, you know? But actually, they stepped right up. Those children, um, all of the pupils in school stepped right up, um, and and you know they're doing exceptionally well. Uh, uh, the head teacher has kind of said as well that every child when they come back their starting point will be where they left off on remote teaching so there isn't mm. really any room for you know it's it's it's, it's a necessity it's an it's an absolute got to happen um, yeah kind of ethos I think it's fantastic that you know you were working on those things with teams before because you know we I know that it's different because uh, I had to do reception, but we didn't practice Google Classroom in, in the meantime. But obviously, because she's far, we're, we're doing <laughs> all the Google Classroom. We yeah. had to learn how to use it. Um, yeah. So based on on all this experience then that, that you've sort of built up over the last year, what actionable steps can you share for teachers and schools in regards to their remote learning provision? I think um, a tight plan. Um, you know, like, like I said previously, um, planning planning ahead anticipating barriers that you know that may be um you know that may come up communicating to staff the vision okay and mm. and 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 why so for example obviously I've, I've mentioned that the head teacher's vision was that no stone would be unturned that every pupil would be receiving remote education but also mm. the why why was that so important so that actually staff have got that deeper understanding um and then obviously, I mean, we're really lucky because then, you know, all staff were on board, you mm-hmm. know, there was no kind of pulling another way and, and people saying, well, actually, you know, it's not for me. There, there was no other option, mm-hmm. um, you know. Also, I mean, logistically with the technology, we we as a school are, are quite lucky that we had devices that we could loan out mm-hmm. um, to make life easier for parents, particularly parents with children 
um, in, in multiple year groups. Um, mm. Because, you know, using one device is tricky. I mean, we tried to timetable our um, live teaching slots so that obviously didn't clash with um, other classes so that if there was just one device in the home it was still accessible so i suppose it's about trying to anticipate these barriers and implement um strategies to overcome you know for example you know parents aren't okay with teams right okay so prior to lockdown you know prior to school closure at this time around we had parents in to give those um right this is what you do this is how you download it let me show you now you know when we were there to show and to mm -hmm. because it is difficult when you know when you've got a parent that that doesn't use this kind of technology um and, and and obviously again having that determination that resilience that positivity that kind of um you know why why are we doing this well we're doing this to give the best for those children and keeping that at the forefront of your mind because it, it's not always easy you know you are remote teaching you are face-to-face -face teaching technical glitches happen all the time but actually having that positivity and that determination um is is so key but also being able to see those children in school who you are face-to-face -face teaching and those children at home on the big board who you are remote teaching learning together as one class is the most immense feeling um, it's the most amazing feeling to actually be able to overcome those barriers of, of school closure and to say we're still all together we're still learning the same things we're still learning all together you know it's it's uh, it's pretty amazing really that that you can have those you know overcome those barriers and actually even though schools are closed um, mm. actually we're all still learning together we're all you know doing as we would and trying to mirror that um that in school experience thank you just a nosy question that i've got for you based on um the fact that you're using teams do you yeah. so obviously you're using microsoft teams for the the remote teaching element but yeah. as a staff, have you started using it for instead of emails and, and however you used to communicate before? All the time. All the time. Yeah. So so our, oh yeah, definitely. So our staff meetings have been on Teams for a while now. Um with obviously, you know, COVID, etc. Um, but actually, even those kind of one-to-one -one chats that you might have maybe over the phone or over email yeah. actually have started to happen on Teams as well. Um yeah. it's you know, it's uh, it is pretty incredible, really, that you can, mm -hmm. um, you know, that you've got the technology to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah, really good. I was just interested because we we adopted Teams about two years ago, and um, yeah. I do think we had Skype before. It would have been a lot harder to sort of be completely remote without it. Um, Absolutely. And I remember when I was in the classroom, everything was by email. And in secondary, like you were expected to check your emails like every lesson. And then when I moved yep. into primary, you checked them once a week. I'd be like, how do you find things out? <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I do check mine obviously all, all the time now these days. You know, there's always something that pops through um, that's, you know, important. But actually, prior to using Teams, we were, I mean, not for remote education, but a couple of years ago, we were actually using OneNote to share work mm -hmm. and to kind of use the collaboration space so that children could collaborate non-verbally, let's say. Um, and that was, you know, that, that again had its own barriers and its own challenges, but again, its own, uh, you know, positive factors um, to support teaching and learning. Um, so, you know, again, something that we're 
pretty proud of really that we've managed to give our children the you know these kinds of uh, experiences you've just re you reminded me really when you're talking about um uh, one note and 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 being able to use teams that's an another real benefit for using teams like we in the company we use voice note all the time and it allows yeah. like a reception child to communicate with the friends um with with teachers quicker for teachers to give feedback rather than having to type it out and everything so yeah I can... oh, it's great isn't it it's absolutely yeah. great uh i mean we've just um had a staff meeting to try and um tweak a few um tweak a few of our bits we've started to use breakout rooms for some of our mm -hmm. group sessions um we've um we've got one teacher who's setting assignments and and actually she can mark a whole load of those at the same time and give the same feedback you know for children who who um have, have the same targets and the, and the same next steps um so we've you know tried to kind of eat move it forward as each week really um uh, her teacher sent out a parent survey and any any kind of I mean the the pretty much I think it was 98% of parents were, were fine with you know what was happening I think there was just a couple of parents that maybe wanted a little bit more work or um, wanted the call to be a little bit longer so you, you know put some uh, put some changes into place made some edits and actually uh, you know we're really pleased with it it's uh, it's going really well Good. Well, I want to say well done anyway. Um, thank you. So thank you so I much. I, I can't. No, no that's fine. Thank you. I was just going to say I can't. I can't take the credit for it, but uh, you know, I'm part of the of the bigger picture that's happening. Uh, but yeah, the staff, the head teacher, the pupils at St Joseph's, everybody's uh, everybody's on board, and they're all absolutely wonderful. Which is really good. And I also think, you know, as a leader, I know, I'm, you know, you're saying that it's everybody else. Um, and that's what I would say as well. But actually, it's everybody working together, isn't it? And, and they have to have a direction um, and you're part yeah. of that. So what I want to say is um, if if people want to sort of catch up with you or find out what they're doing, how can um, how can they follow you? Um, so our Twitter handle is at stjs underscore Staveley. If anybody wants to have a look at, uh, you know, what's going on uh, during this school school closure lockdown, then uh, you know, ha have a good look on our Twitter page. Uh, we use that regularly to, you know, that's our main vehicle of uh, driving forward and kind of communicating with uh, with our parents, also letting them know what's you know been happening with the kids in school. Super. Well, thank you so much. It's been really, really interesting. And I think lots of people will be able to take things away. And, and you know, I don't know, people might think differently about what kind of uh, platforms they're using in the future and um, maybe start planning for the next <laughs> the next lockdown now. Yeah, we, <laughs> we hope not, but that's it. I suppose you have to kind of, you know, you have to kind of plan ahead, don't you? We we never thought that this would happen, and it did. So you have to expect the unexpected, I suppose. Um, so yeah, definitely planning ahead is the biggest thing, I, in my opinion. And even even if you're not planning for COVID, even if you're just planning for the next week long snow week, <laughs> that's it. Like I said, there'll never be a snow day. Yeah, uh, I've already said that to my four year old. I'm like, when we were little, we had snow days, but you will never have them. <laughs> No, that's it, isn't it? I'm just glad I managed to experience them when I was younger. Um, and as a teacher, because... Um, yes, definitely. They were always a bonus, that. weren't they? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, Emma, thank you so much. 
You're very welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Claire. Off the back of that interview, I challenge you to forward think another six months. If schools were closed for a third time, what would you want to put in place when schools return after this lockdown? How would you want things to be different if schools are closed for a third time? If you want to give any feedback about how remote learning is working for you, then just start up a conversation in the Teachers Podcast community on Facebook so others can get involved with you. Or you can join us on Clubhouse on Mondays, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7.15pm. See you next week. Thank you for listening. The Teachers Podcast is in association with Classroom Secrets, a provider of high quality and affordable teaching resources that children love and teachers trust. To find out more, visit classroomsecrets.co.uk.